even if everyone did what they said they would do in Paris, the temperature of this planet will still rise by upwards of 2.5 or 3 degrees centigrade. Why don't Republicans want us want kids to know how to not be racist? You are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. Sorry. <laughs> You're cracking me up. It's your fault. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. We are in beautiful, sunny. It is hot, but it is awesome. It's a tax haven known as the free nation of Florida, unlike the United Socialist Utopia, where they confiscate everything in New York. Anyway, I got to get down here sooner than later. Anyway, we're glad to be here today. Uh, we're in Miami. Many thanks to our affiliate Miami, WIOD. They've been a great affiliate for many, many years. Wonderful people that work there. They've been very helpful. Um, now, the reason we are here is Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on Fox. We will be, now I'm told this is the best Cuban food in the country they even say that on their website in the country everybody that i know in miami said a hundred percent true and it's kind of been a congregating point as we've seen um so many people in miami in the cuban-american community standing up for friends and family and loved ones that have been living under this murdering communist dictatorship for what 60 some odd years uh, you know, when Castro, Fidel Castro comes to power, what does he do? Yeah, it says the world's most, this is so cool. It's called, the restaurant we'll be at tonight is Versailles. And it says, welcome to the world's most famous Cuban restaurant. Every single person, because all I think about when I'm on the road besides doing good shows is food. And I like to get <laughs> I, I like, like, when we're in Salt Lake City, we're going to get a crown burger. No, no, no. First of all, you have to tell them what you did. We landed in Miami. We're, yeah. n- we're not even wheels down yet. We're literally just touching, touching. And you're yeah. like, so what do you want to get for dinner? And I'm like, dinner's at like 10 o'clock. No, we, after reading the menu <laughs> at Versailles, that's what we're getting for dinner. I, I hear you. All right. So anyway, we're going to be there. We're doing the show live. Um, Versailles is at uh, 3555, 3555 Southwest 8th Street in, in Miami. Uh, Ron DeSantis will be there for the full hour with us. Senator Marco Rubio, he may get a special trip to get in for this show. And the people, the, the Cuban-American community in Miami is fighting so hard for their, for their friends, their family, their relatives, that they may you know, once again, breathe free. I will say this. We'll get into more detail. Maybe I'll ask Bill O'Reilly about it later today when he's on. I will tell you this. If this murdering communist dictatorship were to be replaced by a, a freely elected, capitalist-loving, freedom-loving leader in Cuba, I I would argue it will take less than five years 
for the most radical transformation economically to ever take place. And you say, well, how could you make such a bold prediction, Mr. Hannity? Are you an economist? No, I'm not an economist, and I'm not a doctor, and I don't dispense medical advice. I just urge you to be very careful. I don't want you to die from COVID and be smart and research and study and and talk to your doctor, your doctors, your medical professionals you love. I say that a hundred times, a hundred thousand times, and then this week the media finally caught up with me. They are the dumbest. Do you see Nicole Sapphire last night, Dr. Nicole? Yeah. She go. I said, Dr. Nicole, how many times have I in the last year? She started laughing. It's ridiculous. Because I asked that question, am I doing the right thing? I'm asking the doctors, what is the best way for me to communicate the seriousness of COVID, especially you know, obesity, comorbidities, comorbidities. pre-existing conditions, compromised immune system, blah, blah, blah. And it's on Hannity.com with all the audio and yeah. video. No, it's not with all of them. We have hundreds oh, yeah, of right. examples. We just gave you like five or ten. I don't know, whatever it is. You are correct. Um, anyway, so we'll be, the show's live uh, at the Versailles uh, Cuban restaurant, the best restaurant in Miami. I'm told one of the best restaurants in Miami is definitely the best uh Cuban food restaurant in Miami, and uh, and it's where a lot of Cuban Americans have been congregating. You know, I'll tell you, this is amazing about the Cuban American community. If it weren't for the generosity of the people that made it here, that used to live there, wet foot, dry foot, you know, that gotten broken down, dilapidated, rickety boats, shark-infested waters, or literally people have made that perilous journey in inner tubes, you know, in, in shark-infested waters. I don't want to be in an inner tube in shark-infested waters, ever. Or a broken-down, dilapidated boat that might sink in two seconds, either. I don't want to be in that, either. But they that's how badly they want to be free. You know, I told you this story about Armando de Quesada. That was his name. And, and I met this guy. This is between 90 and 92. I don't remember when. I think it was around 90, 91. And I met him. He he had a, a restaurant. It was an Italian restaurant, but it was a great restaurant. It was in um, Decatur, Alabama. And he was an advertiser on my show. And I used to I used to go there and eat all the time. We became really good friends. And he told me, you know, he lived through the rise of Castro, and and all the false promises of you know free free free. Sound familiar? Um, and his family, they were pretty well to do. All of the family property, like every other bit of property, was confiscated by Castro. Many of his friends, many of his family, murdered by Castro, tried to be part of the resistance for as long as he could, but they were looking for him because they wanted to kill him. And But, the, but what so many people in the Cuban-American community in Miami do, which is awesome of them, is if it wasn't for the money that they're making in America that they're sending back to friends and family and loved ones with I mean imagine five eggs a month you get rationed I mean that's just the tip of the iceberg it is it is it, what do I always say I said I wrote about this in live free or die chapter four socialism it's history of failure okay what does that mean history of failure it means any name, any manifestation, whatever form, whatever you call it, I don't care if it's it's Mao and China and Stalin and Russia or Marxism. I don't care if 
wherever it's tried, it fails. It always promises are never fulfilled. You end up like Cuba, like Venezuela. You end up with more poverty, more people poor. And then it's a matter of calculating how much of your freedom did you give up in the name of false security? It happens every time. So we're we're excited to be back uh, in Miami. It's been a while. Uh, it's great to be out of the United Socialism utopia uh, of high. Ta- I wonder if I get a tax break for working down here for a day. I should have to only pay Florida income taxes for today. Oh, yeah. Good luck with that. By the way, if you're a ball player, get this. If you're a ball player, you know, I don't care if you play basketball, football, uh, baseball, whatever, whatever sport, hockey, you play. That's not a ball. What? That's a puck. Okay, you know the least Listen, about sports that anybody in my... I, that was good. You have to in. give that to her. You don't give oh, her just anything. Just saying. No, I don't have to. Are you on the air or in my ear? That was on either. air. That was on <laughs> air. All right, so it's hard to distinguish all these voices. By the way, I only... When You're hearing the, voices? When? Oh, yes, no. I am. Yours. It's very irritating at times. <laughs> I wish... I, I see your CBD happy pills. You can see? take them. Why don't you take them now? Relax. Okay. Uh, when's the last time we've all been together? It's been when? No, Vietnam. Come on. Vietnam Singapore? was after Singapore. Well, you and I made a stop in Singapore. We weren't supposed to. Um, we want to talk about the health. <laughs> want to talk about the trip to London? We almost had another unmitigated oh, London gosh. trip again today, and I read that room exactly right. Uh, God um, help us. Well, and and we haven't all seen. I see sweet baby James every day, uh-huh. and but oh, and then we got a new member of my Bella. TV show. Hi, Bella. B- Bella, and she's a friend. We're a very close friend with my daughter. She's a great kid. I would tell the story, but I don't. I don't want to give it all away. Bella, you want to say hi, and then we'll we'll get an MP three. Don't move your mic. I'll give her my mic. Well, if you stand up, you're hogging the mic. You're eating the mic. Are you mic. all right? Are you going to make it? Come I, here, Bella. Give me those happy pills. Maybe I need the you happy do pills. Need the happy pills. Yeah. Say hi, Bella. And Be- hi. Now, Be- <laughs> by the way, Bella's dad is the coolest guy. Love her dad. I got I got to hang out with him. We went to brunch with your dad, and um, oops, there goes the happy pills. <laughs> you're not going to be very happy now that you spilled them everywhere. No, I'm not taking a happy pill. I'm, you can, I, I can't be Let's happy in work. Mine. If I take this thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, "Hi, welcome to the show." You'll sound like Joe By Biden. The way, the, hey, the thing, the thing, yeah, the thing, the, 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 the thing, God, the creator of everything. Come on, man. Come on, man. You you, you on crack, man? Come on. Man. Did you do cocaine? You you a junkie? You know. Now we got Hunter portraits of a of a crack addict. You know, five hundred grand. It's all anonymous. Um, Bella, by the way, is a loyal friend because I try to extract information. I'm very good. I do this for professionally for a living because she's best friends with my daughter. And I can't get a word out of you, which is bothersome to me um, in so many different ways. Um, but so, so you're fairly new to the team. How's it going so far? Amazing. I feel so privileged and lucky to be a part of this team. Um, and you have been so supportive. In every single way. And so. I am so nice to everybody that works for me. You are. No, you are. She hasn't even gotten a Christmas bonus since she's saying that. So, you know. It's July. It's July. That's true. Well, you, you will get one probably not <laughs> not long. Uh, hum it, hum it, no, hum no, 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 no. I don't want to say when. But you, I try to give it to people early so they can plan their vacations around it. That's, a lie. That's um, very nice of you. 
Well, anyway, so um, we are excited. Governor DeSantis will be there. Marco Rubio will be there. A lot of uh, congressmen and women are going to be there. It's going to be a town hall. It's at Versailles, 3555 Southwest 8th Street, uh, usual time, 9 p.m., uh, straight up. And, uh, I, you know, if you want to come down and hang out with us, we'd love to see you. Apparently, the restaurant's always busy. Didn't we have a hard time getting a reservation to do this? I think we had a hard time. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are just doing their best to support the Cuban people since our administration isn't. So, you know, a restaurant like that just really speaks to the cause. You know, how about the first thing that Joe does instead of lying and saying that the, the protests are about COVID? Maybe he could have said, hmm, looks like the Chinese or somebody gave them technology to turn off the Internet in Cuba. The people in, in Miami and the Cuban-American community, they, they would like to check in with their loved ones to make sure they're okay because all of the people protesting are literally risking their lives. And then, of course, I'd like an answer to, well, Joe just processes people when they cross the border, uh, our southern border, where 90% of America's heroin comes in from and where almost 100% of the fentanyl comes in from and we're losing hundreds of people, Americans, every single week because of opioid addiction. Um, I wonder why Joe is processing people at the southern border, but has made a statement that if you come by sea, you're not getting in. Is there a fear that maybe the people that have lived under socialism, communism, maybe would be against? Right. Um, Maybe they'd vote Republican. Is that the reason, Joe? Now It doesn't mean, listen, a lot of people in Central America, uh, they don't like it either. And that's a perilous journey also. I mean, and I, how many times have I said, I feel for the people that want freedom, but we got to do it legally. Anyway, so um, we're really here to stand in solidarity. Nobody in the media wants to cover this, and it really pisses me off. It just does. Uh, all right, 800-941-SEAN is our number. Um, in Miami, we'll see you tonight, 9 Eastern, with uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, we made a big effort to be here tonight, which is great. Uh, at Versailles, 3555 Southwest 8th Street, um, right here in Miami. Listen. We're in Miami today. All right, before this is a short segment. So before we get to the real news of the day, which is going to be significant, um, did you see this in the New York Post today? The New York Post, like the Daily Mail, those are the really cool papers, right? That we all love. We don't read the New York Times anymore or the Washington Compost. I use it for other things. All right, so this is what they write. They weren't cheeky enough. All right, remember it's a tabloid. Okay. Gals nicks bikinis and get fined. The Norwegian women's um, handball team was fined for improper clothing at the European Beach Handball Championship because they were they wore shorts instead of bikini bottoms. Now, the sports governing European Handball Federation confirmed they fined these girls one thousand seven hundred seventy dollars. That's 177 bucks per per player. Um, And I'm like, according to the rules, they're required to wear bikini bottoms? Okay. What year is this? Clearly, we're not cheeky enough for 2021. Uh, Apparently. 
I that's mean, horrible. How rude is that? Where is it again? How sexist is that? I mean, this is in the Norwegian women's handball team at okay. the beach handball championships. I don't even know what beach handball is. I assume volleyball is, or I don't know. Looks, I don't know. They call things different. Anyway, but according to the 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 International Handball Federation. So you wear you either wear bikini bottoms and no shorts or you get fined? You would think they'd have to pay them to wear the bikini. Okay. Has anybody heard of um respect for women? This is like going back to Fred Flintstone era. No, it's it's horrible. Telling people what to wear. All right, from Miami, we'll continue. Less big government. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of this uh, program, we're in Miami. And Hannity tonight, live, usual show, 9 Eastern. Uh, we'll be doing the show uh, right here in Miami at Versailles. It's a Cuban restaurant, the best in the in the world. Uh, everybody I've talked to about it says it. Anyway, 3555. Southwest 8th Street, and I'll be with Governor DeSantis will be on set with us, Mark, Senator Marco Rubio, and a lot of other people. Um, and this has kind of been like, you know, where the media barely touched it. And they've allowed Joe to get away with lying. I just can't take the lying part. Oh, no, they're protesting about COVID was their first statement. I'm like, no, they're not. And you know they're not. You're lying. Just, just like he said, oh, I never, never, ever spoke to hunter about his foreign business dealings i just don't like being lied to you know when my kids were young and they pulled this crap on me the problem is i have we have street wisdom that probably is the equivalent of a thousand life years and you know and i would just look at my kids and i listen and i'd just be like stop just stop you're insulting my intelligence just stop you dig in a bigger hole I, I can get over the mistake. I'm not going to get over you lying about the mistake. And they they did learn quickly. That was the one thing that would get them in more trouble. <clears throat> anyway, so we'll be there tonight, nine Eastern. Um, and and by the way, it's everyone's welcome. Um, I don't know what the restaurant seating is. I don't know any of the details because I don't know anything. I'm the last person to know. I just know I have to show up on time. But I am glad that the governor's coming. Marco Rubio's made a big, big effort to fly in from D.C., and then he's got to fly right back. Um, now, one other thing is we're sort of a little bit on the issue of immigration, and Joe Biden says, well, if you come by sea, huh, we're going to turn you back. But if you cross the border, we'll just process you, and then we'll give you free transportation without a COVID test in the middle of a pandemic to the 48 continental states and then the states will then have to pay for food shelter housing you know uh that's redundant food shelter and they're gonna have to pay for health care then they have to pay for education and everything in between um and anyway so the governor abbott has been fighting and using every tool at his disposal and it's not easy that remember when jan brewer was the governor of arizona remember she lost that case and what is where, where are we now? We're up about okay, uh, of course I don't, don't care. Um, but anyway, she lost the case. So here you have the state of Texas can't even protect their own borders. Then you got a president 
that just decides which laws he chooses to enforce and which he doesn't. And then they take it a step further. It's sort of like cities that are sanctuary cities or states that are sanctuary states like California. Then they will aid and abet in the law breaking. And in some states like New York and California, they will literally give you checks, even though you're not here legally. I I just would like people to respect the law of the land and respect our sovereignty. Um, And I don't want people make. But Joe invited people to make this perilous journey. Joe invited them. Kamala Harris invited them. We played those tapes many times. So anyway, so now we have um, the governor. He's going to build his own wall. He's allocated 250 million for it. We have um, the million plus illegal immigrants uh, that have been processed by Joe Biden this year alone are being resettled by by the busloads in towns all across the country. And and this, and I guarantee you it's your state and your city in all likelihood as well. Uh, in Laredo, Texas, they're suing Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security. That would be Mayorkas in order to stop the transfer of, quote, migrants from the Rio Grande Valley to their hometown for processing. The lawsuit just filed on Friday. City officials in Laredo allege that the Border Patrol has ramped up the number of migrant busloads into Laredo, um, which is a border town of about 260,000 people from three to six people per day. And that influx has now made the migrant crisis, their words, significantly worse for the town. Well, is Joe going to pay for this? No, of course not. Joe's it's an unfunded mandate. Um, George P. Bush, the nephew of the former president, 43, the son of Jeb Bush. He's a great guy, by the way. I don't know why. I'm not understanding why he's thinking about challenging the attorney, the attorney general um, in the state. What in the state of Texas? I'm just trying to figure out. I don't understand. He's the Texas land commissioner. Paxson, and he's challenging Paxson, the AG spot, or maybe, or potentially, um, because he's definitely got a bright political future, in my view. And he's more conservative than anybody in the Bush family. I'm not being critical. I'm just giving you facts. Um, Anyway, he announced the lawsuit last week, uh, and I'm glad that he's doing that to resume construction of the border wall. Um, And Texas State Troopers ended up busting a truck driver after finding 105 illegal migrants in his trailer. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. That would be called aiding and abetting and lawbreaking. That would be human trafficking if we really want to call it what it is. Um, meanwhile, all of the resources of ICE and Border Patrol now are focused on the processing of the million people that enter the country illegally, the highest number in 25 years, that they don't have time to watch the rest of the border and the gangs and the cartels, the drug cartels and the human traffickers, they're all taking advantage of it. And they're making a fortune on all of this. I mean, and now Senate Democrats, as I mentioned last night on TV, they're trying to slip a big amnesty provision into this human infrastructure uh, reconciliation bill. Republicans better fight that tooth and nail. Um Now, there are some Senate Republicans that intend to filibuster the so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill. All it is is this. Let me let me tell you why Republicans are being lulled into stupidity. It's not hard to figure out. 
Well, what have I said about Republicans for like the, the last however many, you know, 10 years? That they're weak, visionless, feckless, spineless. And, you know, but Donald Trump did give Republicans a backbone for the first time. I know so many of you were so offended by his awful tweets in it. Oh, you got the vapors and you could barely stand reading it and you was feigning your outrage every day. But none of you seem to care about the fact that the current president, I don't know, doesn't look like he knows what day of the week it is. Uh, that would be a little more concerning to me. Uh, maybe you should join me in the call. Let's just let's be safe. Let's prove Hannity wrong. Let's give Joe the same cognitive test that Donald Trump took. Donald Trump got a 30 out of 30. How do we know? Because the doctor that administered the test, Ronnie Jackson, congressman now, told us he got a perfect score. I wouldn't even want to take that time. I doubt I'm going to get a perfect score. Um, you know, it just depends how distracted I am on any given day. <laughs> and, uh, on some days, some days. My, Sorry. My, my, my staff knows this. From the, from the days that there's one crisis to another crisis <laughs> to a third crisis to a fourth crisis while simultaneously doing a show, doing your show, you know, oh. uh, which, by the way, is, you know, just part of living. Right. Uh, Congresswoman squad member Omar wants Biden to put a special envoy to combat Islamophobia. I have a better idea. How about we have a special envoy just to combat members of the squad's virulent anti-Semitism. How about we go there? That's where I would start. Um, and then Pelosi apparently may ban Trump supporters from her January 6th commission. Now, they, there was this one guy that got sentenced this week in the Capitol riot on January 6th. He got eight months in prison for obstructing an official proceeding. According to all accounts, he... Yes, he entered illegally. You know what? We can't have that at our capital. I'm sorry. Can't do it. That's the law. You abide by the law. Just like about 300 riots the summer before, you can't do that either. Pelting rocks and bricks and bottles and Molotov cocktails at cops and burning down police precincts and taking over entire city blocks. I mean, that I'd prosecute those people, too. Anyway, how is it that 90 plus percent of the people in the riots 3,000 injured cops, we've got videos, we've got pictures. In other words, overwhelming, incontrovertible evidence that would convict anybody in a court of law. But they're not going to prosecute them. Now, am I saying one is worse than the other? A riot is a riot to me. And it, and even though, you know, what, what happened on January 6th can't happen, but what happened all last summer can't happen either. And how come we're like the only people intellectually consistent on this stuff? It's, it's just outrageous. Um, you know, we're in the middle of this battle. And this is what you need to understand about this big push today and in in this reconciliation process that they're going to use and trying to ram everything through executive orders or, or stuff into a reconciliation bill and not do anything by design. The trick for the Republicans is they'll they'll go along with historical infrastructure, roads, bridges, and tunnels, and they'll find a way to pay for it, which I believe they're probably sincere in, the, in wanting to do that. Then the Democrats will use the reconciliation to get every other thing they wanted, and they're being bamboozled. I wouldn't get suckered into doing a deal with them. Let them own this. 
Let them eat it. Let them own it. And then let's debate it. And then let's make it an issue in 2020 and let the American people decide. You know, Democrats deceiving the entire country. They're not calling. They're now calling everything infrastructure. It's not infrastructure, child care. Uh, you know, pre-K um, education paid for. That's not infrastructure. Uh, free college is not infrastructure. Guaranteed wage, guaranteed job, guaranteed government healthy food, guaranteed retirement, guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. Okay, they're not going to guarantee anything because the same people can't even keep their cities and towns safe, uh, which they promised, and that's their number one job. They lied on Obamacare. The same people that squandered and, and literally wiped out the lockbox that never existed and squandered Social Security and Medicare, they're now headed towards insolvency. House allocates $40 million for federal red flag gun confiscation program. We're going to get into this later in the program with uh, Cynthia Lummis, a senator from Wyoming. She'll join us um, about the, these radical people that, in fact, you have the, the head of the ATF, the guy that was nominated, David Shipman. He's a radical anti-gun guy. And then this, this lunatic lady, Tracy Stone Manning, you know, involved with the, you know, this eco-terrorism project of spiking and, and I guess being a spokesperson at the time. We've given you the whole story. Anyway, we'll get to that all coming up later in the program. Democrats, now they're back to getting rid of the Hyde Amendment. What is the Hyde Amendment? They want you to, you can't disagree on abortion. you got to pay for somebody else's abortion. Really? Uh, Pelosi, yeah, she vetoed two Trump supporters from the January 6th committee. And McCarthy, good for him, said, no, we're done. We're out. You know, smartest thing to do. Pelosi made it political. Okay, we're out. Um, and we should look at all my, I don't want anyone. We've got to protect our institutions. The Capitol is our, it's the people's house. Whether you like or dislike someone's politics is irrelevant. Got to protect our elected officials, period. End of sentence. Um, and you can't have cities being taken over by anarchists and rioters and looters and arsonists and there'd be no consequences and it's just it's these are scary times we're living in i'll tell you that um we had a very funny piece up on hannity.com wrong again big letters media mob falsely accuses hannity of suddenly supporting you know people staying safe with covid okay I probably, if we if we really wanted to put the effort in, I think I could find two, three hundred instances of me telling people to take it seriously. I don't want you to die, that this thing is real, and that, you know, you need to research, you need to talk to all your medical professionals in your life, your doctor, your doctors, and, and make an informed decision. But I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I don't tell people, I don't. Can you imagine me administering medicine without a license? I even talked about hydroxychloroquine and the left, you know, their heads were bursting. It's just unbelievable. Um, anyway, we got a lot of ground that we're going to cover here today on the program. Anyway, from Miami, um, it's great to be back. And uh, I will tell you that there's a great community down here in Miami. And we're going to be at the Versailles uh, restaurant tonight, 3555 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Again, thank you to WIOD. It's a great affiliate we have down here. They're wonderful people. 
Um, anyway, that, but Governor DeSantis, Senator Marco Rubio will be with us in person um, at the Versailles. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing many of you. If you feel like coming out, we'd love to see you. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Even if everyone did what they said they would do in Paris, the temperature of this planet will still rise by upwards of 2.5 or 3 degrees centigrade. Why don't Republicans want us want kids to know how to not be racist? You are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. Sorry. <laughs> You're cracking me up. It's your fault. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Simple man, Leonard Skinner, that can only be one thing, all things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. And by the way, his number one best-selling book uh, out now, 10, 10 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list at number one, Killing the Mob, one of the best killing series ever. I am a big supporter of the freedom movement in, in the country of Cuba. We both know that this is a, a murdering communist regime uh, when the Castro, when Fidel Castro came to power, he stole land, he killed people, he's continued to oppress the people in in Cuba. You know, there's a, a rationing. If you want eggs, you only get five per person a month, Bill O'Reilly. And I'd like to see America do more. I would like America first to restore their internet coverage. That apparently I get, they got some technology. Rumor is from the Chinese to turn off their bill, the ability of people to communicate. Uh, and uh, what say you, simple man analysis, what can we do to help the oppressed people of Cuba? Well, first of all, we have to acknowledge what the reality of the situation is in America, and that is that uh, the progressive left does not want to bring attention to the Cuban people's plight. So you saw President Biden, his big thing was, well, I'll send a few more embassy personnel to Havana. Well, yeah, thanks a lot. What is that going to do? nothing instead of making a speech in miami where you are now he should have gone down there and made very clear that the united states wants freedom for the cuban people he did not do that the media does not cover the story in great detail because it reflects poorly on the progressive left bernie sanders ocasio cortez that whole crew which has basically wasn't that bad Nah, 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 nah. Look at that income inequality. There's no income inequality. Well, the reason there's no income inequality in Cuba is there's no income at all. 
That's you've, why you, you told me last time, Bill. You you've been to Cuba. You visited Cuba. Yeah. I took my uh, then twelve year old son to Cuba for a week so he could see firsthand what communism is, and he got quite a look. And wow. I mean, it used to be Havana used to be one of the uh, most fascinating cities in the world, and it still could be. But now it's a slum. Buildings falling apart. And here's what got me. When we were down there, we had to have a minder because they knew it was me coming. So I had a, a very articulate Cuban. And I said, you know, it's about 95 degrees here. What about the poor people in the tenements who don't have air conditioning? How do they get by? And the guy just lied to me. He said, oh, no, they all have air conditioning. So about a few hours later, uh, my son and I split from the guy. We walked around. I speak a little Espanol. We're asking, do you have air conditioning? It looks just like, what planet are you from? Nobody has air conditioning here. And even if they did, there's not electricity to pop it out. And I did that, and I wanted my son to see the difference between America and 90 miles away, Cuba. In addition, I taught high school, and I had a lot of Cuban students in Miami. That's the first job I got out of college. So I know the coast very well. I know how hardworking Cuban-Americans are and what a success they've made of their lives in Dade County, Florida. Yet we have a president who doesn't do anything, not even verbally, to help them. And then we have a far-left progressive press that doesn't want to tell the story, the true story. You know, you're, you're raising so many good points here, um, and you're right. The new Green Deal socialist left, you know, the, the Bernie Sanders, the AOCs. Remember Michael Moore praising uh, the, the health, great health care system of Cuba as if we should duplicate that here, uh, which was probably one of the dumbest remarks I've ever heard from anybody. Bill, could you imagine five years from now if this, if this freedom movement is successful, could you imagine every resort, every big hotel, every big restaurant, they would flood Cuba immediately and start building out that economy. And I would tell you it would be unrecognizable in every good way five years from now. It would be. Absolutely. One of the most, and, and by the way, same would go with Venezuela as well because of all the the oil that they have available for their economy it'd be an incredible it would take a longer time to bring it would take a longer time to bring venezuela back but cuba can go back fast you know the thing is and and this speaks volumes i think about the cuban american community down here in miami is that if you took if you take out of the equation all of the money and all of the things they're always sending back to their families and friends and just even distant relatives, they are keeping people alive with bare necessities. That's how incredibly not only hardworking but generous the Cuban-American community is to their loved ones that want to be free. And then Joe Biden, and, and you followed this as I did, they went out and lied to us. They wouldn't call Cuba the, the murdering communist regime that it is. They would say, no, the, the people are protesting because they want more access to the COVID vaccine. Now, that was just an outright lie. And, you know, what's the point of sending people to the embassy in Cuba? What is Joe Biden's embassy ambassadors to Cuba going to do 
because Joe doesn't have the real courage to stand up and support this freedom effort. Now, here's my question. So I don't think the American people have an, an appetite for any foreign conflict, but there are things we can do. Restoring the Internet would be a good first step. Helping the freedom fighters, because they're all risking their lives, is also should that should be on the table, too, from my perspective. What say you, Mr. O'Reilly? It's a complicated situation because of the smallness of the country. So that the Castro brothers created a secret police apparatus that basically can track you anywhere at any time. So the poor people you saw protesting last week, believe me, they've been dealt with already. And they'll punish not only the protesters, but their families. So when you try to foster rebellion, that's why the Bay of Pigs didn't work in uh, the Kennedy regime. Because the people there are so frightened, most of the people there are so frightened because the reprisals are very fast. Because the island is very small. And the military secret police apparatus is effective. So if you're going to basically, the way to do this, is to keep pressure on all countries in the world not to supply Havana with anything other than food, um, that kind of thing, to keep the people alive, but nothing else. Basically, you know, break them down. That's but, how but, you do know, it. but that's the opposite of what Joe is, is offering. Now, Marco Rubio had a very astute comment. What's Biden going to do if Russia sends a thousand troops down there to help help the dictatorship? Nothing. Biden is a captive to the far left. He is never going to go against that orthodoxy. All right. So whenever it gets a, a very intense situation arises where the solution does not lie in the progressive community, then Biden stays silent. All right, so tonight he's got a town hall, right? You would think that there'd be a couple of pointed questions about how come you're not doing more, just as you and I are discussing, to help the Cuban people. Why aren't you doing more? And then what exactly are you doing besides sending people to the embassy? You think they're going to ask that at CNN? <laughs> is, that, is that a rhetorical question or would you like an answer? No. I will take a quick break. We'll come back more with Simple Man Bill O'Reilly on the other side as we continue from Miami. Uh, tonight, Hannity live with Governor DeSantis, Senator Marco Rubio at the Versailles Restaurant, uh, 3555 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. If you want to stop by, we'd love to see you. Quick break from Miami uh, as we continue. Bill O'Reilly is with us. All things simple man, BillOReilly.com. All right, here's, a, here's a very important question that I have. I agree with you. They're not going to do that. No. And, and honestly, Joe Biden is as, as boring as burnt toast. Now, my question to you is this. Why do you think, and I'm pretty sure you're going to get this answer right. It's not a trick question. Why is Biden out there and Mayorkas out there saying, if you come to the U.S. illegally, 
by sea, you're going to be turned away while simultaneously they are they're they're not stopping anybody at our southern border. As a matter of fact, all they're doing is not only processing them, not but they are then shipping people that are here illegally, not enforcing the laws to the other 48 states in the continental U.S. for the very purpose of making and forcing the states to, to supply food, water, shelter, health care, and education. Why, why is the difference, what is the difference if you come by sea or if you come through the southern border? The conservative answer is that Cuban-Americans vote Republican far more than other migrants. Wait a That's minute. What, Wait, it's not the conservative answer. Isn't that the answer? Well, in Dade County, it's a split decision. Not, um, not the so last not, election, Bill. There was not a split decision in the last election. They went no, heavily no, they Trump. Trump. They like Trump because Trump was very, very helpful to the Cuban community. But if you go back to Bush, uh, if you go back there and you look. So it's not a Cuban Americans are not a voting block. They don't vote um, like African Americans do. However, they are more traditional, more Catholic, more uh, in tune with working hard. Okay, they're very, very traditional people. So the conservatives say, well, Biden and the, and the left don't want them here because that'll tilt Florida further to uh, the red side. I think there's an element of that, but I also know how dangerous it is, physically dangerous for people to try to cross the states of uh, the Straits of Florida to get here. It no, seems 90 I, I, miles. I don't think they care how dangerous it is that the journey they're making from Central America to our southern border, that is a perilous journey too, in and, and of that's itself. One of the big criticism. Yeah, that's one of the big criticisms I have of Biden. You've got tens of thousands of migrants being murdered and horribly abused by these cartels because of his policy. But the same thing could happen. And believe, believe me, the Cuban Navy will shoot you dead. But the point is, dead. Bill, there really is no distinction except the and I think this is very revealing, except the belief that that people that come from Central America tend to be more inclined towards socialism and yeah. they don't expect uh, that the that that the Cuban people that did make it by sea would be as conservative. There's no other rational reason that I can think of why they would make that one distinction because they're taking they're, they're just they're basically our ice and border patrol agents they have become processors uh of for illegal immigrants and meanwhile the rest of the border the numbers are so great nearly two hundred thousand illegal immigrants per month that they all they do is process which opens up the rest of the border to the drug cartels the gangs sure. the human traffic we discussed that well, if that's true, then Joe Biden is a bad person. He's a bad person. If that's true, if that's his what are the, calculation. All right, Bill, what are the odds? I'm not a dumb guy. What are the odds I'm right? Pretty high. I'd say uh, 60%. But if he is, if, he, if that's <laughs> I'm glad reason, I didn't go to your class in Miami when you were a teacher. Good grief. I'd get an F in your class. No, he wouldn't. Um, look, I don't like to call a sitting president of the United States a bad person. But if Biden's calculation is this would be bad for the Democratic Party to let these people in, he's a bad person. And well, one other Listen, thing, who, who says it's Biden? I don't even think Joe really knows what day of the week it is half the time. Well, he hasn't addressed 
he has not addressed that, why he doesn't want the Cubans to come, but he does want everybody in Central America to come. But here's, here's the real important point. The Cubans are genuinely seeking political asylum. There's no doubt about that. Okay, Bill, I I don't even think that's what they want. You know what they want? They want their country back. It's not that they want to come. I know that, Hannity, but but if they get here, their asylum claim is going to be processed in their favor. They are fleeing a communist government that's persecuting them. That's not what's happening in Central America and Mexico. But remember, if the freedom movement's successful five years from now, Cuba will be thriving. It'll be it'll be the economic recovery of no all No doubt about it. Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Uh, thank you, sir, for being with us. We always appreciate you uh, taking the time. Uh, if you're in Miami, where we are today, we're going to be broadcasting live, regular showtime, 9 o'clock at the Versailles. It's, a, it's the defining, the best restaurant um, one of the best restaurants in all of Miami. It's at uh, 3555 Southwest 8th Street, if you want to come down. Governor DeSantis, Senator Marco Rubio, many others will be with us. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number. We'll get to your calls on the other side of this break. We'll continue. can't always believe what the other side claims. That's why there's the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Many thanks, by the way, our affiliate, great affiliate down here in Miami, WIOD. They're just amazing people um, and always gracious. Every time we come to town, I want to say a big thank you to them. Uh, Hannity tonight, um, you're going to love this show. We're doing a town hall. We're doing it with Governor Ron DeSantis. We're doing it with Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, many other people are going to be coming in and out. And uh, we're going to be at the Versailles Restaurant, uh, 3555 Southwest 8th Street. It's like the best restaurant in Miami, one of the best restaurants by far in Miami. And um, I'm, I can't wait to go eat there. Well, I have. It's actually called the world's most famous Cuban restaurant. And I've looked at the, if you look at that menu yet, that menu, you can talk. You're allowed to talk. I, I mean, I looked at it. I won't be consuming any of it because I need to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. I need to fit into it. So, but this it is, looks amazing. This is like the first time I think we've we've all been together and I seen know. each other in like two years. It's sad. It's, it's, it's not that sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. That's not nice at all. No, it wasn't nice, but it was funny. You know, I used to like you three seconds ago. <laughs> brief. Oh, man. Uh... Apparently, Blair and Linda had a little bit of a British pop problem uh, earlier today. Uh, Heart, tough. Uh, I'm just. It yeah. was it was a Trafalgar Square <laughs> do over. Oh, okay. I got it. I get pa- it. Part two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet baby James is with us. We got every Blair is with us. Uh, our engineer of this extravaganza. And Ethan and J.C. Owen and Katie are grateful they're not here. Um, yes, they are. Yeah, we're Although I called them a lot today. New York. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to be fun tonight. Oh, yeah. And I, I will tell you. Are you going to dance? All right, stop. I'm Seriously. serious. If there's Cuban music, you're going to get up and shake a little something? Mm, okay. I bet some of those Muay Thai moves might work. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying, if I could see a little jujitsu. 
You what, know, what, a little something. What one day you're not getting worn out by Liam, and look what happens. Look listen, what's flying. Listen, listen. New I'm, York. I'm never, I listen. Miami is New York with sand. Okay, these people <laughs> they speak my language. <laughs> Wait a minute, Miami is New York with sand. There you go. There you go. And you're welcome. Perfect definition. See that? Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll look at it that way. Uh, we have Norbus is with us from Miami. Uh, welcome to uh, the program and our great affiliate down here, WIOD. Uh, Norbus, how are you? Glad you uh, called. We're gonna. Are you gonna join us at the Versailles tonight? Definitely, Mr. Hannity. Oh, that's awesome. Well, please introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you. My name is Norbis. I'm a Cuban-American, and uh, I want to welcome you, first of all, and uh, the, uh, the entire team to uh, Miami. And uh, I, w I basically wanted to say thanks in the name of the Cuban people, in the name of the Cuban exiles that, you know, most of us live here in Miami. We want to thank you for, you for your support. We want to thank you for being in the right side of history again and, uh, you know, uh, supporting our, our, our cause and our cause for freedom. And uh, you said it right. I was listening to uh, you and Mr. O'Reilly, who I also like to say thanks uh, to. Um, we are asking for one thing and one thing only, Mr. Hannity. We want freedom, freedom from uh, a communist dictatorship has been committing genocide against the Cuban people for 62 years. And that's the only one thing that uh, we are asking for. We are very frustrated that, uh, you know, the Biden administration is not doing anything about, uh, you know, an enemy who supports enemies of this country as uh, Iran, Russia, China, and, uh, you know, all the countries that uh, don't like America. We do. We, we have a, a history of uh of uh you know um america american products american baseball and uh you know before uh the castros uh intervened we we were you know like very close the, the people of cuba and the people of the u.s and uh, we want to go back to to our roots that's uh, those are basically our roots and we want to go back to to them and uh, we need help we need help you know the, the communist uh uh dictatorship is killing our people and uh, we don't need more internet. The proof is overwhelming. All the pictures are out there. The, all the all the all the videos are out there. We need. No, I more just. But the only reason internet. I'm saying I want the internet back up is I want. There are so many people in the Cuban American community that want to talk to and check in on their relatives that they know are risking their lives. And and by the way, you're right. All of these enemy countries of this country are helping. This dictatorship, this this murdering communist dictatorship, and and that should, you know, wake Joe up a little bit. But I want to stand squarely with, in solidarity with Cuba, the right of the Cuban people to be free. I, I, I am a believer in what we call natural rights, God-given rights, endowed by our creator. That is not just for Americans. That is that is how God designed man to live free. And it is it is something the people of Cuba have been yearning for. They're risking their lives to get it. And we ought to be helping more. And I, I want Joe Biden to wake the hell up and help this freedom effort down in Cuba. I'm not saying to send in troops, but I am saying to support the effort. And there's a lot we can do that we're not doing and we need to do. 
Thank you, Mr. Hannity. I think it's a, it's a matter of uh, of uh, national security. Yeah, we don't need we don't need to have a you know a hostile a hostile uh, dictator communist dictator uh, dictatorship ninety miles away from our shores. You know, it's yeah. it's really no help. Oh, and, I, and believe me, I'm sure that the Chinese, I'm sure that the Russians, I'm sure that you know every other rogue di- dictatorship and hostile regime in the world is right now helping to prevent this freedom movement from taking hold. That's why I'm down here. I'm down here for that reason. And I frankly, and I'm disgusted with even a lot of the media coverage or the blackout of the real coverage, um, because the images are real. People are, you know, they're carrying American flags and Cuban flags. They want they want freedom. I will tell you, based on the great geography, which is Cuba, if if Q, you, I, you give Cuba five years and the whole country will be transformed into a, a magnet, a mecca where Americans would love to go and, and vacation and tourism will thrive and jobs will be created and the economy will flourish and 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 let freedom ring for the people of Cuba. All right, my friend Norbus, we're praying for everybody there. Diarine in Havana in yeah. 10 years. All right, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully come say hello to me tonight. I look forward to it. Um, let's now say uh, hi to Deborah's in Florida. Deborah, uh, I'm down here with you. It's probably the smartest thing I've ever done. The dumbest thing I'll do is ever get back on a plane and go back to New York. But anyway, uh, glad you called. Thank you, Sean. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Let's see if I can contain my enthusiasm. And welcome to Florida. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to ask you your thoughts on two issues with this massive rise in COVID-19 Delta variances. You know, when Trump closed our borders at the beginning of the pandemic, Fauci said it was unnecessary, right? And Biden called President Trump a xenophobe and scolded him. And yet now President Biden has opened our borders as we were beginning the the end of the pandemic. So my question to you is, do you think there is a direct correlation with the timing between the rise of COVID-19 variances now and the massive illegal immigrants coming through our borders for the past six months? Look, I don't know what to believe. And this 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 changes seemingly by the day. There were, there were two articles in the New York Post today that I read that say, OK, don't panic. And and the editorial was very well written in the New York Post. Quit the Delta panic. And he said, with COVID cases rising as the uh, Delta variant spreads, the best thing our leaders can do is encourage the hesitant to get vaccinated. This is, again, the New York Post view. Uh, yet many instead are undermining confidence in the shots. Now, one thing the other article says by Dr. Joel Zimberg, uh, who I don't know, but I thought he wrote a very interesting piece. Delta is now the dominant variant in the U.S., and it is absolutely more transmissible than earlier variants and has led to an increase in cases. We're seeing especially large increases in Los Angeles, Vegas, places like that, and then we, they've gone back to indoor mask mandates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and public health officials should disregard, you know, all of these calls for even more restrictive measures. The Delta is not the essential threat that the media is making it out to be, despite the rising numbers, he writes, 
of Delta cases in July, hospitalizations have increased only moderately with most of the increase concentrated in areas with low vaccination rates. The COVID-19 death rate per 100,000 in the population is lower than it was three weeks ago. The reason's not hard to understand. This Delta variant does not appear to be especially deadly, but more contagious, and cases are no more likely to be hospitalized or to die than other variants. We're also keeping an eye on the the Peruvian variant that has emerged, which is the Lambda variant. So um, I'm only putting this out there. This is not my science. I read this today. I, I feel like I know more about you know coronavirus and ever but you know look we we all know what we all know what the options are deborah you know what the option you know what social distancing Mm -hmm. is you know what what masks mean you know that there are three vaccines out there you you know i I don't tell people what to do i'm not going to play doctor on radio or tv like so many have pressured me to do i'll say it again for the one millionth time research 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 all right. Take it seriously. This can kill people. Then you talk to your doctor, your doctors, you factor in your medical history, you factor in your current medical condition. And then in consultation with your doctor, you make a very, very serious decision. What you what you believe to be the right thing for you and your unique medical condition. OK, yeah. Well, thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you tonight with our great governor Are you coming. Awesome. I'm so glad uh, you're coming. Well, I'm in Tampa. I'm a little far from Miami. Wow. So you're going to drive all the way I down? I would have. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Well, you're going to be watching on TV. I, no, listen, we, we appreciate you watching. I can't do this without you. Thank you. All right, quick break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll get to more of your calls. 800-941-SEAN as we continue from Miami. busy telephones uh we'll stay in florida jared how are you glad you called hey sean pleasure to talk to you and uh welcome to florida i just i, I don't know what you're doing get this get over here make the move um but the reason i'm calling in is i am one of those people who did exactly what you said i did my research in the beginning i was against the vaccine it scared the life out of me and i did my research i talked to my doctor i discussed it with my husband my family and i decided i work in the healthcare field I'm going to take it. That was the first reason. Second reason, I'm just a natural hypochondriac, and COVID scared the life out of me. So I took it. Now, at this point, because of so much mixed messaging, I mean, what can be done to now convince the people, including myself who took it, who I refuse to take another one until I have more honest facts and data, what are they Mm going to do to convince people to take this? At this point, to me, it's split. There's no new celebrity who's going to convince people to take this. They, people have made up their mind. And at that rate, it's what scares me is what's coming out now, like the press conference from Mitch McConnell, where basically he's implying, and some big leaders are implying, well, listen, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And if you don't get vaccinated, guess what? The L word. New lockdowns are coming. Well, come on now. Sean, when we first started this, 
Yeah, that was, we went down that was not what we were told. I agree. I mean, only because we yeah. of the constraints of time, I do want to give sure. you a thoughtful answer. Uh, first, I got to I got to tip my hat to you. And that is you made a decision. You did everything right. From what I hear, you researched on your own extensively. You consulted your doctor, your doctors. You learned you, you looked at your I'm sure you were also looking at your own medical history and condition. So, sure. uh, you know, I would go back to those doctors and, and probably they would give you a better answer than I will. Listen, you can't undo the past. Um, at the end of the day, it appears that unvaccinated people are more susceptible than vaccinated by a pretty significant amount. But with the, all of that said, you just take the necessary precautions and and I would really, really sit down with your doctor, your doctors, go over all of this, go over the latest research. There's new information coming out every day. And and, you know, uh, we could spend our lives worrying about everything. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and one I would more, say one more you, comment you, you made the best decision you could make for yourself at the time. And I respect it. I respect that you decided and you worked hard to get to that answer. But uh, anyway, appreciate it. I wish you could join us. We'll talk again. God bless you. 800-941-SEAN is our number. We'll continue. Jesse Kelly coming up tonight from 6 to 9. Mr. New York, Mark Simone, tomorrow from 10 till noon. 710-WOR. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Even if everyone did what they said they would do in Paris, the temperature of this planet will still rise by upwards of 2.5 or 3 degrees centigrade. Why don't Republicans want us want kids to know how to not be racist? You are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. Sorry. <laughs> You're cracking me up. It's your fault. Freedom is back in style. Welcome. The revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload. We are in Miami. Many thanks again to our affiliate down here, WIOD. Uh, we'll be doing Hannity live tonight at the Versailles Restaurant, 3555 Southwest 8th Avenue, Miami. And uh, Governor DeSantis will be with us, and Senator Marco Rubio will be with us, and a lot of other dignitaries. And I don't think you're going to want to miss this town hall. It's going to be great, I hope. We're working hard on it, and uh, we hope to see many of you tonight. If you're in the Miami area, come come by and say hi. We'd love to see you. Um, let me let me just point out something here that there is something that's pretty unbelievable. I've been telling you about Tracy Stone Manning, and I will tell you this is unconscionable. This appointment by the ever clueless cognitive mess your president joe biden okay 
And this is somebody that was involved with this Earth First group. Remember that name from years ago? Well, they used to go around spiking old growth forests, meaning that if if somebody has a chainsaw and you're cutting down a tree or if you're in a sawmill and you're cutting a tree that had been chopped down or taken down with a chainsaw, that the risk of injury was severe. And they did it on purpose because they cared more about the life of a tree than they did about the potential life and death of somebody involved in forestry and somebody involved in the timber industry. And this is one such person who was associated with this group. Now, there are some Republicans that have a backbone, and they are fighting back. Uh, one of them will join us in a minute, um, and that's Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming. And she, by the way, said the following, criticizing Tracy Stone Manning and David Chipman both. I want you to listen to this because it was extremely, it was, it was just so articulate about what's at stake here. I'm so concerned about two of the president's nominees that the Senate is considering. First, there's Tracy Stone Manning, President Biden's nominee to serve as director of the Bureau of Land Management. I'm particularly interested in this nomination because the BLM manages about 18 million acres in Wyoming and huge tracts of land throughout the West. Under Ms. Stone Manning, I'm very concerned that multiple use principles will change. And the reason is quite simple. This nominee is a radical. She's been involved with eco-terrorists in the past, including a tree spiking incident in Idaho. Her extremist ties and past activism have even led a former Obama BLM director to withdraw his support for her. Then there's David Chipman, President Biden's nominee to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. One would be hard pressed to identify a worse candidate for the job. According to reports, Chipman may have lost his own gun while serving as an ATF agent. He also failed twice to define the term assault weapon during his confirmation hearing. This level of irresponsibility and lack of basic firearms knowledge is hardly an endorsement for someone tasked with overseeing gun use in the United States. Chipman has also reportedly accused black Americans who were successful on an ATF test of cheating because in his opinion, too many were passing the test. Tracy Stone Manning and David Chipman have disqualified themselves and are direct contradictions to the bipartisanship and unity that President Biden called for and promised in his inaugural address. If these extremist nominees are confirmed, they will direct their respective agencies towards ends that are actively and openly hostile to the Wyoming way of life that I'm here in Washington to support and defend. Wyoming, by the way, has 18 million acres of public lands, and it is a very pro-Second Amendment state. 
Uh, very articulate case laid out by Senator Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming, who joins us now. Uh, Senator, good for you. Thank you for what you said there. It was very powerful. Uh, what are the odds that these these nominees will get through? Well, if the Democrats stick together with a 50-50 Senate and Kamala Harris breaking ties, uh, they can get through. And it's enormously frustrating that Democrats would allow such irresponsible appointees to be advanced and potentially uh, to be overseeing uh, the Bureau of Land Management. About one-eighth of the land in the United States is managed by the BLM. And then David Chipman over at Alcohol, Tobacco Firearms, and Explosives, because he's a devout uh, advocate for defunding the police uh, and for um, gun control. You know, it's it's amazing. I, I got to give you credit. I'm I am critical often of Republicans, and I thought Donald Trump gave the, the Republican Party an infusion of courage that many Republicans up to that point had not had on their own. Um, and I even see some kind of slipping back to their old bureaucratic swampy ways. Uh, but that's certainly not the case with you. Um, have you spoken to any of your Democratic colleagues about either one of these nominees? And is anyone showing any hesitancy? I mean, to be involved with a group involved with tree spiking, people can die in the process. You know, those that work in the, the timber industry, they can die. You know, we're going to have the head of the ATF that is a, a staunch gun control advocate. Uh, that doesn't work for the American people either especially states like yours. Yes, and Tracy Stone Manning actually lied to the committee when she Correct. testified. Um, so By the way, isn't that a crime punishable by up to five yes, years yes. in jail? I might be mistaken, well, well, Senator, I don't know what, that's, what I, that's what I've read. Yeah, I don't know what the penalty is, but I do know it is a crime to lie to Congress, and she, she absolutely did. Um, so we've got two appointees that hopefully... Some of the Democrats who may be too embarrassed uh, to vote for her uh, but do not want to take on the Biden administration, hopefully they won't show up to vote. Uh, they'll take a walk because uh, these appointees do not deserve to be confirmed by the United States Senate, and they do not deserve to be representing the American people in these positions. You know, I guess the, question, the only thing we can do is tell people to contact their senators uh, and I'd have some a, a lot of calls with maybe say Joe Manchin, or we're told that Senator Cinema is is potentially more moderate than this radical New Green Deal Socialist Party. Uh, but I'm not particularly ho hopeful at this point. Well, if you know a Democrat senator, um, call them. Uh, if you have friends uh, that are from states that have Democrat senators. Ask them to call them. These are these are critical import appointments, especially to the West. Um, so I strongly encourage you to uh, call or uh, ask your friends to call Democrat senators and ask them not to support David Chipman or Tracy Stone Manning. All right, quick break. More with Senator Lummis of the great state of Wyoming on the other side, and as we continue. truth alive Hannity is on right now 
All right, we continue with Senator Lemus of the great state of Wyoming uh, with us taking strong stands on a lot of issues. Let me ask you one question. Uh, I know you're on the varying committees, three separate committees involved with this, you know, transportation, jurisdiction, and, and infrastructure. I don't know. I, I never heard of human infrastructure before, Senator. I'm When I think of infrastructure, I think most Americans think like I do, and that would be roads and tunnels and bridges. But apparently daycare, uh, free from the government, that's infrastructure. Uh, apparently guaranteed government jobs and wages is infrastructure. Guaranteed health care is infrastructure. Free college is infrastructure. Uh, c- college loan forgiveness is infrastructure. Um, I don't know. I think words usually have meaning, but in these cases, uh, the historical, traditional meanings don't apply. Um, isn't this really, it has, it pretty much has nothing to do with infrastructure, but everything to do with pe- ramming down America's throat, the new Green Deal, socialism, without calling it what it is? They're lying to us, in other words. You're right. Uh, that is what it is. Um, Mitch McConnell calls it a tax and spending spree. Uh, Senator John Kennedy from uh, Louisiana, one of our more colorful members, calls it a tax and spending orgy. Uh, it is uh, $3.5 trillion, if you look at their numbers, uh, the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, bipartisan group in Washington, D.C., says it's closer to $5.5 trillion because we usually score these things uh, based on 10 years. Uh, This is only uh, using um, eight years of the spending to get to that $3.5 trillion number. They're also assuming that certain tax breaks will expire when they have never expired. Uh, And so their math, even to get to the number of $3.5 trillion, has underestimated the spending here. The other scary thing, and all of us see it every day in our lives, is inflation. And inflation is a tax on the middle class because everything costs more. We are debasing the value of the U.S. dollar or driving its value down. Its buying power is driven down by this massive government spending. Uh, So the federal government is, uh, and your members of Congress, uh, at uh, President Joe Biden's request, uh, are driving down the value of the U.S. dollar and making your dollar go less far. This is irresponsible in so many ways, both everyday ways, the cost of milk, the cost of gasoline, the cost of homes, the cost of garage doors, the cost of cabinet drawers, you name it, everything is up. Then... If you look at our spending as a, and our debt as a component of our gross domestic product, which is how we measure uh, how in debt we are, uh, we're going to be at 106% uh, of uh, debt to GDP. Uh, and when you get over 100% of debt to GDP, bad things happen, uh, and that has been the course of the world history is that when a country gets over 100% debt to GDP, bad things happen. And that's where we are. So it's time to put on the brakes. There's enough money floating around in this economy. 
uh, and um, the American people who are concerned about this need to call their members of Congress and senators and say, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Save our country. Well, I hope you keep speaking out, and, and you're always welcome on the program. Anytime you're fighting these fights, if we can give you any support, we'd love to do it. And uh, Senator Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming, uh, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Say hello to my dear friend Ron DeSantis this evening. He was, I will. He, he was a founding member of the House Freedom Caucus with me when I was in the House. And That's uh, right. You know what? I forgot about that. My buddy yeah. Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan, all the good guys are in the Mitch Freedom Caucus. I should have known you were a Freedom Caucus member just by listening to you. Uh, you know, the, the few uh, people Ron's I doing trust. doing a great job. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's a right. fabulous Th- governor. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. You know, this tree spiking, this group, radical group, it's it's eco-terrorism. And, you know, there's case after case after case. I'll, I'll give you one story from 1990. Was even the Washington Post even call, uh, wrote about it. guy by the name of George Alexander, third-generation mill worker, starting his shift, Louisiana Pacific Lumber in California, when the log that would alter his life rolled down the conveyor belt towards a high-speed saw that he was working on. And anyway, he was 23 years old. His job at the time was to split logs. You know, the things that we use to build every home in America, those things, wood, timber. Uh, anyway, he was nearly three feet away when the log uh, hit his saw, and the saw exploded. One half of the blade got stuck in the log. The other half of the blade hit Alexander right in the head, tearing through his safety helmet and his face shield, and his face was slashed from his eyes to his chin, and his teeth were smashed, and his jaw was uh, also cut in half. And he's one of the lucky ones from this. This is terrorism, eco-terrorism. And what's really sick about it is, you know, this is armed with spikes and bolt cutters and sledgehammers, this, this 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 is now the new green deal of today w- without the 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 spiking part but it's among the most vicious things that you could do all in the name of protecting mother earth the co-founder of earth first a guy by the name of david foreman was quoted in this washington post article the purpose of tree spiking is not to hurt anybody it's to keep trees from being cut Okay, no compromise in defense of Mother Earth. Well, it's not your face that got cut in half. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. download sean hannity and the breaking news you might have missed today it's sean's insider information hannity is on right now all right 25 to the top of the hour we are in miami today uh and we'll be doing hannity live nine eastern we'll be at the versailles restaurant it's it's they build themselves and everybody says it's true the best 
Cuban restaurant in the country. I've looked at the menu. The menu, I am like salivating just for the eating part. But uh, we're going to be joined. We're doing a town hall. You're welcome to come down. We'd love to see you. Uh, Marco Rubio, Senator Rubio, is flying in just for the event. You know, he's he's literally racing right out of the Senate, right right to an airplane and coming down, which uh, we really appreciate. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis will be there. And I look forward to seeing some of you uh, if you're down there. This has kind of been the the congregating area of people supporting the liberty movement in in Cuba, considering Joe Biden and his administration are so pathetically useless and first lying to us about what was really going on in Cuba. Oh, no, this is about COVID and the need for more vaccines. No, it's about liberty, Joe. It's about freedom. Hello, Joe. You know, remember, we're endowed by the thing, the, the thing, you know, the thing that God created the of everything, Joe, that God. Um, anyway, um, so we'll be down there tonight. Hope you can join us. All right. Before I get to your calls, I, I want to just go over this again, because Senator Rand Paul was on Hannity last night and he said he's going after Dr. Fauci and he's going to make a referral. You know, and what Rand Paul did so masterfully yesterday is, you know, he rightly accused Fauci of lying to Congress over gain of function research. Now, there are emails that we know were in Dr. Fauci's possession as early as January 31st, 2020. In the email, it looks like this specific genome I know science talk, right? I, I didn't pay attention in biology or chemistry either. Okay, this particular genome seems to have been manipulated in a lab or or by a human being. That's called gain of function, which you increase the transmissibility, for example, like COVID nineteen. I don't think there's any doubt by any smart, intelligent person that gain of function research happened here and that it happened in the virology lab in Wuhan. Now, we knew from day one that they studied coronaviruses, and we knew, number two, from day one that they were involved in gain-of-function research. So A squared plus B squared, if you're a common-sense-thinking American, would equal C squared, but apparently not for Dr. Flip-Flop Fauci, the guy that was wrong about mass, the guy that was wrong about gain-of-function. He knew. Then you have this, this these flurry of panicked emails at times. Uh, uh, is the grant money that we gave to this group, was that used? Yeah, it was used at the Wuhan Virology Lab. Uh-huh. Um, so Rand Paul's right. And then he said, that's not gain of function. You don't, frankly, Senator, he's also a medical doctor, Rand Paul. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, he actually does know what he's talking about. And the Cleveland Clinic proved that he was right in their research. If you got COVID, you don't need any vaccine, okay? Well, good thing Sean Hannity didn't fall into the pressure trap of telling people, playing doctor on radio and TV, you know, somebody listens to me. Why did you tell me to do something that I shouldn't do? Oh, you can't win. But I but take it seriously. I'm I'm I don't want any I don't want anyone, anyone to die. I'm even praying for the Democrats in Texas, and I mean that. It's not not BS. I love, I am a believer in life. It's a gift from God. Um, anyway, so I want to play this again, because when Rand Paul actually read the NIH's own definition of gain of function, 
it was the biggest checkmate moment that no one in the mob and the media, because they all kissed Rand Paul, uh, they all kissed Dr. Fauci's ass, um, would ever dare even tell people. So let me play it for you, then we'll get to the phones. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was? Let you me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. Quite frankly, if the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's what you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can, from the lab, but all you. the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. I mean, what a beatdown. You know, let me now play Fauci and his flipping and flopping and flailing. Listen to this. There is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-by-day basis. Right now, the risk is still low. It was just bad. It is bad now. I think these numbers are so stunning. If you're a healthy young person, that there is no reason. If you want to go on a cruise ship, to go on a cruise ship. It is not a good idea to travel period in the united states people should not be walking around with masks well if one mask is good it makes common sense that maybe two masks are better if you look at the evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now it's very very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. Are you still confident that it developed naturally? Uh, No, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China. You know, of all people, you know, this. what have I been saying? Why are late night shows, you know, like idiot Seth Meyers, is that his name? Okay, I don't watch his show. So he takes, he spends an hour talking about me one day. Shocking, right? I mean, but the problem is, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, you know, did it really happen? Um, this guy doesn't even have, I mean, this is a late night broadcast network show. He doesn't have a million viewers. Let me, kind of like fake news CNN, actually. He's the Humpty Dumpty of late night. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. That's a good point. By the way, Humpty got his ass handed to him. That's a beautiful all, moment. Uh, who was that? Uh, Michael, Michael Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, he's a, by the way, he's a trip. And he was so awkward. He was like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that nervous laugh. I know. Like, oh, Humpty. Um, and and you look at Colbert's numbers. I mean, go back to Letterman. Forget about J- Johnny Carson. Go back to Letterman and Leno. They had real audiences, like five million a night. These shows are barely breaking a million. Fallon, Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, our old buddy. You know, I, I, it's stunning. Why? Because they're not funny anymore. Now, John Stewart, and by the way, John Stewart hates me. 
just so you know. But he, no, I do, I know, he, I, yeah, yeah, I, somebody was in a meeting. Really? Yeah. But Too I, bad. But I will tell you, putting that aside, I don't care if, if you, if you're funny and do your whole show and make fun of me and make me laugh, have at it. He's great on the 9-11 stuff. He, no, I would think he, you guys that's would true. find some, you know what I mean? There's got to be some synergy Wait, there. So he goes on with his buddy Colbert. Now, he would have been a far better host. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, if he was doing one of those late night shows, it would kick ass because he's smart. He's funny. He's he he's looking for humor. He doesn't care who where the material comes from. I don't think Joe Biden would get the pass that all these other late night hosts are are giving Joe Biden first as a candidate, now as a president. And he's on with his buddy Colbert and he just kicked the living crap out of his friend without trying to. And he was funny doing it. Because it wasn't ideological. It was funny and it was true. Listen. The disease is the same name as the lab. <laughs> that's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they asked those scientists, they're like, how did this so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> And you're like, no, I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Anyway, all right, let's get to our phones. We don't have a lot of time here. Uh, from Miami, I hope a lot of you can come out tonight. That would be great to see you at, at Versailles, 9 Eastern. Maria is in Miami. Uh, Maria, how are you? Glad you called. Very and good. any chance you're going to join us at the Versailles restaurant on yes, 3555 Southwest 8th? Of course. Oh, awesome. I'm glad you're coming. At 8? No, no, my show, my TV show's on at 9. You should know that. If you don't know that, yeah, we got to yeah, fix yeah, no, your no, DVR. Yeah, I always see you. It's a pleasure to be here <laughs> with you and have been seeing you forever. Thank you so much for your support to the Cuban community. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know why I support the com Cuban community? Because they deserve support. Every human yeah. being longs to be free. That's God's gift to everybody. Yeah, I'm looking forward to your town hall tonight, and I will be there, of course. And if I, um, you can dedicate more programs to the Cubans, because um, I don't understand why the government is sending troops to Haiti and they are not sending help to Cuba. Are we left? Yeah. We're not humans? Uh Oh, well, it's, I think the most uh, unbelievable thing this week was when, well, first they lied to us about what was really happening in Cuba. And that means circle back Jen Psaki lied, Joe Biden lied. They all lied. The Secretary uh, of State, their statement, that was a lie. And, and they were forced into a corner to say it's a communist dictatorship. Gee, uh, did that take a lot of thought? Because we've known that for 60 whatever many years since, you know, Castro came into power, stole everybody's land and killed anybody that disagreed with him. Um, so, you know, it's uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I want the people of Cuba yearn to be free and we can help them. I'm not saying send troops in, but there are things we can do that we're not doing to help them. They deserve our help here. It's in our hemisphere. 
Yes, we need we need to help, and I really appreciate what you're doing for for us because the Cuban community deserves deserves the best as, as I, any any other any other human being. I mean, they are suffering too much. I got that. I agree with totally. I will tell you this: I'm glad that Governor Ron DeSantis is coming. Senator Marco Rubio has been amazing, consistently uh, standing up for Cuba, uh, the Cuban American community. Um, Senator Ted Cruz, too, is he's not with us tonight, but he's been amazing on this. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I hope people will join us. We'll be there. It's at, by the way, Maria, it's nine o'clock. Set your DVR, 9 p.m. Fox News, okay? Every night, every night. But no, we will be, we will be in Versailles this night. We will see you there. Is it as great as everybody tells me the food? Is it really that? Good. Excellent, excellent. The best uh, that's what I heard. you will ever try. And the food is excellent Ooh. over there. So we'll see you then. Okay, you're gonna if you come up, make sure you you find me and say hi, please. Okay, I'd love to meet you. Uh, of course, I will. To, is there anyone I need to talk to? To to uh, any yeah, name? I, any name I need to give? We're gonna be no? inside the restaurant, but we'll probably do some of the broadcast outside the restaurant. Okay? okay, perfect. Thank you so much. All right, God bless you. Thank you, Maria. Um, the passion, yearning to be free. It's unbelievable. Well, we, you know, and we always take for granted, right? How many times do we wake up in the morning? Dear Jesus, dear Lord, thank you for the freedoms that we don't cherish enough. That we, that so many sacrificed, bled, fought, and died for. You know, we're too busy discussing, you know, trashing the 4th of July, trashing the American flag, and not wanting to sing the national anthem. Sad. But the people of Cuba that don't have what we take for granted, they want it desperately because they've lived under oppression and a, a murdering communist regime. The information you need, the truth you demand. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, that's going to wrap things up uh, for today. We'll be with Governor DeSantis, Senator Marco Rubio, Hannity Town Hall at Versailles uh, Cuban Restaurant. It's at 3555 Southwest 8th Street in Miami tonight, and we will be broadcasting live 9 Eastern tonight on the Fox News Channel. Please set your DVR. Never miss an episode. We'll see you tonight back in New York, the socialist utopia tomorrow. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you then. Are you tired of nutritional products that don't really work? Go Quantum at Quantum Nutrition Labs. We specialize in nutrition that really works. We founded our company over 30 years ago to create our own toxic-free, world-class nutritional products without junk fillers. Just real high-quality nutrients. Real products for real needs. Digestion, sleep, energy, weight, performance, memory, and much more. We've got you covered at QNLabs.com with products backed by 30 years of research and extensive lab tests. 
testing. Our biggest sale of the year is going on now at qnlabs.com. Get 30% off all nutritional products site-wide at qnlabs.com. Plus, free shipping and a risk-free money-back guarantee. It's the site-wide 30% off sale going on this month only at qnlabs.com. Go quantum with nutrition that really works. Call us, 800-370-3447, or visit us at qnlabs.com. That's qnlabs.com. Also available on Amazon.